we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Queery Cast with the Larry Queery Eye. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry, and it's such a pleasure being with you for yet another episode. Yes, exciting times right at the end of March. Do we have the Ides of Mars this year? Not really. I think the only Ides that happen is if you're a kid and you're getting going back to school and you're not quite happy about that. That might be the only thing. So in the second uh, part of the show, I'm going to be talking about... Um, you, you know, the way a gay uh, accusations are used as a slur in Zimbabwe. Um, I, I'm not going to speak specifically about the case of Robert Mkondiwa because I don't really know the details except what's in the public domain. But I, it's, just, it's just funny how the threat of, of gay is, is, is a big thing in Zimbabwean society. And in the third segment, um, uh, I'm going to talk about uh, sexual tension. So signs that you know sexual tension is a go. It's something that you can actually act on. And also define it and that sort of thing, because a lot of people use the term but don't really understand it. So what happened this week? Um, well, Easter's coming. The government has said that borders will not be allowed to go home and their parents will not be able to visit them. It's good. It's great. I mean, I think if you're a parent... Uh, just a thought of goodness these are the, the little brats going to be around for three for four days and you're going to have well, three days I suppose because they go back on the, on the day before they're going to be around hanging around and oh, it's got all the memories of the pandemic and you're hanging out with these kids I guess parents get to hang out and just do things also the other side of it is that when the brats come back they want to go to to Avondale they want to go to City Hall and do all sorts of silly things where they could catch diseases and that sort of thing so you know how it is so I, then they'll take the, take it back to school and when they take it back to school then schools are going to have to close again um, other rules that came in uh, well not really rules uh, 48 hour PCR tests uh, positive tests are, have been uh, if you don't have an, a negative test you're going to be quarantined for 10 days uh, forced quarantine at your own expense and they're saying the government is saying that um, uh, what you call it uh, if you have a negative one you self-isolate at home so if they've let you in and you're around for a jaw on Easter weekend are you really going to self-isolate for 10, day, 10 days and who's, who's watching you yeah, I mean, like, who who knows that you're self-isolating at home? Is there somebody who's going to be walking around with a piece of paper to say, like, hey, you you look like you just came into the country a few days ago? There also was something I'm trying to understand. They're saying that if tourists want to get um, vaccinations in Zimbabwe, uh, they can do that at their own cost. So I don't know how that works. Are they going to charge people? And what does that do about the 60%? immunization that they're looking at i'm not sure it's unless they're saying look if you're based in harare and you're the tourist and you go to victoria force and decide to get vaccinated there is at your own cost but at the moment no one's really asking you where you stay 
when you get vaccinated because I got my second jab and no, no real reaction to that, by the way, uh, unless because I had a couple of beers that day that was masked by it. But I mean, there was just no reaction. I just kind of carried on with life. I hope they haven't jabbed me with water. That'd be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they haven't. Um, so what else has happened this week? Uh, the sad news that came out is uh, Bushiri's daughter, you know, the, the, the religious leader from Malawi, the one who's fighting extradition to uh, South Africa, uh, where he's facing charges of fraud and all sorts of things. He lost his lost his eight-year-old daughter, Israela, and asked the news she had been unwell, unwell for a time. He's, he accuses the authorities uh, of deal. There, when he says that the doctor said that if she had been allowed to go to Kenya and had been and not been stopped at the airport, then she would be alive today. But yeah, I mean, whether you like Bashiri or not, and whether you think is a distasteful person or not, the idea of losing a child is one of the toughest things. It's just, this is a horrible experience. So, uh, you know, thoughts go out to him and his family, and uh, the losing a child is always going to be difficult. It's a, it's a difficult situation one finds themselves in. Isabaya comes to an end this uh, Friday after eight years. Uh, the popular uh, telenovela on Mzansi Magic finally wraps up production and broadcasting and so forth and all that other stuff. And the final episode is going to be on the 2nd of uh, March, uh, 2nd of April. Um, that show was very popular. It was one of those shows that, you know, I think it ranked number one for quite a while on Mzansi Magic. And the gripping stories had a lot of uh, hardcore drama. There were gang gangs and all sorts of things and that and a lot of shooting and that gangster granny yeah she, i mean he, whew, he's going to be replaced by a, a new series called deep city uh, around that centers around women who are engaging in criminal activities and their lives and so forth i think they create they engage in criminal activities within school and then I don't know what's happening now. I guess you're going to have to check it out for Monday, the 5th of April. And finally, in this segment, uh, Zimbabwe's uh, have qualified for the African Cup of Nations uh, for the fifth time in their history and the third time in a row. I think the only Southern, Southern African, other Southern African country to qualify is Malawi. But South Africa, with dude, guys, with you know, half the continent being able to qualify for the Africa Cup of Nations. You don't make it. It's funny. <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. You just get like that, guys. Really? Really? Till yeah. Well, Zimbabwe through the Africa Cup of Nations. I don't know how a lot of people lost on this, um, on this title that the, the government had. Oh, no, the, not the government, gosh, psh, talking about government, ah, bored. Uh, the, the, what do you call it? The, um, what's the name of this thing? The title, when, when the guy was called, was called Perfect Equende, and he had a perfect debut. Uh, I went with that headline. And some people just simply say Zimbabwe qualified for the Africa Cup of Nations. And I'm like, do you realize that Perfect Equende on his debut, that just writes itself, the headline that writes itself, but you know. Maybe it's my background as a copywriter. It's Larry. You listen to the Criticast. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. 
cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. So the other big story that made the news in recent days or last week was the arrest and being charged of a prominent journalist and uh, he works at Zimbabwe Television News, I think, some papers, Television News, sorry, ZTN, as an anchor. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been accused of uh, aggravated sexual assault. Of a of a young man by the age of nineteen, so that that that's that. I, I don't know whether the what happened. I don't I don't know enough about it. All he knows what the state says that he apparently plied the young man with alcohol and ended up taking advantage of him and things like that. I don't know. That's what they say. That is what is in the public domain. The the the, the issues are more gory than in, in terms of what where you read it in the prosecutor what the prosecutor said and then 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 i'm putting across but it is what it is but i, I just w- was thinking the other day that um in in zimbabwe we were sort of still in that society where a lot of people fear being accused of being or being labeled as gay and I've seen it in politicians. I'm not saying, by the way, in this instance, that there's some underhanded dealing to do with Robert Mukondiwa. Um, he might as might not be guilty of whatever, and I don't know his circumstances, and whatever the case may be. So this is a subjudice case, subjudice case, and whatever. So I'm not even going to comment on it. But you, you, you get politicians going around bandering this word around. I think there's Temba Mliswa, who's been publicly accused many times of being gay. I mean, it's funny, we call it accused, <laughs> really, when it's just a thing that, you know, I, I don't know what the obsession is with where men put their penises um, and and so forth. And it, I mean, in Zimbabwe, and as well as in the history of Zimbabwe and Rhodesia, uh, the lesbianism was never illegal and still isn't illegal so there is no there is no case which is kind of weird because you kind of then see a bunch of heterosexual you know masturbating men decided that they were going to be okay with two women making out but they're not okay with men making out and it's just kind of like one of those weird situations where you just get like whoa but using it as a slur is it's just it's, it's it's really strange given that there are a lot of men living you know these kind of lives where they have a an arranged marriage i've even seen it um in some p in some circles where some where some men actively look for a woman who is a lesbian who they get married to for the sake of the family and they have children, whatever the case may be, but each of them maintains their extra, their partner, whatever. They, in and 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 I think the the, the 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 psychological burden that a lot of these people have in these scenarios is, is quite galling because what it does is that it weaponizes sexuality. And when you weaponize something as simple as a natural sexuality, it means that 
um, a, a lot is at stake where the person's work is no longer important because now even where there isn't an evidence of somebody who is gay when there's nothing wrong with that the the accusation is a form of weapon it's it, it could result in all sorts of fights somebody could lose their jobs could lose their standing in society but all because of some of these ridiculous laws we have in place that decide that you know we have to have a problem with some where man where a man puts his penis and if we're if we're obsessing about where a man put his pen, puts his penis, it would say human beings are allowed to have private lives and freedom of conscience and so forth. What does it do for the general public at large, for them to develop that sort of hate, to be obsessed with hate, uh, where they can when they they, they start using energy uh, on things that are not progressive and. I mean, look, I, I, I have, I, I reserve the right for people not to be comfortable with people being gay uh, and things like that. I, you know, that's the freedom of conscience. If you, if you can't accept it, it's fine. But it's the same thing as if you can't accept somebody being a Catholic and you're a Jehovah's Witness. Again, it's a, it's a similar situation. It's something you don't agree with. Sometimes it's something you don't understand. Maybe it's just something that you just um, like you know how uh, the racists and when they've come across somebody who's of the same race as themselves then they don't throw the word nigger around so much or kaffir because they, they now understand that this person is a human being there's nothing wrong with them and what used to happen back then if somebody you was comfortable with people of a different race in america they'd be scared, scared of being called a nigger lover and meanwhile, back at the ranch, this was people just getting along. I mean, I was reading the other day about how Malcolm X used to have this white girlfriend he was dating, but it hurt him so deeply and cut him so deeply that he couldn't marry her. And that it just couldn't happen because it was illegal. It was frowned upon and society was not going to be able to support a union of that sort. And so what you just simply have is, is the fracturing of society. And when the society starts getting fractured a lot, what happens is that it starts fighting over things that don't matter. And it's not going to be just fights over whether somebody is called a gay person or not, and it's weaponizing of sexuality and so forth. Uh, the, people will keep looking for something to create conflict over. And as long as people start to keep creating conflict and finding different ways of conflict, instead of looking for greatness of one sort or the other, they become what, what in Lawrence of Arabia uh, was determined as a silly people. People who just squabble over anything and anything that's petty. I mean, that could be said a lot about the generation we live in nowadays because the petty squabbles over everything are just kind of tiring. But you kind of see where I'm going with this. Like the weaponization of sexuality uh, at its core in Zimbabwe is, is, uh, is crazy. It's, 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 it's one of those where you kind of sit there and say, really, really, is this where we are? Bringing you conversation. Quick, listen, enjoy. Listener discretion is advised. It is the final section of the Criticast, and of course, this section is always about relationships. What is sexual tension? And what is it, when is it sexual tension? And when is it just a crush? Sexual tension 
is the feeling that someone's sexual uh, needs something sexual rather needs to happen to resolve the tension between two people you know that thing in the air um so this is something that was given by carmel jones when i looked it up as a relationship coach and sex uh, expert at the big fling so the the thing as to whether the sexual tension has to be mutual or if it can be one-sided, there are no black and white answers because sometimes you just kind of feel like, you know, you're in a situation and this situation has to res be resolved in a certain way or the other or else it's going to be hanging around. It affects the way people talk to each other, the way they 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 see each other and they, they, the way they, they, they deal with non-sexual issues and so forth. So what he goes on to say, when you have unrequited feelings for someone, you can still feel a need to resolve your uh, your uh, inner tension by having a sexual, a sexual moment with that crush. It makes you nervous, clammy, and feel as if you have, you're keeping a deep, dark secret. So how do you know when a sexual tension is mutual? Uh, another author by the name of Jess McCann Balag, I do my research on these things, <laughs> says that really both parties to be involved to feel sexual tension and prolonged on eye contact things like and and can feel like a mini date uh, that no one else can see or get in on so when sexual tension is more one-sided the party is not feeling it would be like would would likely dodge your eye contact to otherwise communicate that they're not into it another other way of gauging uh, sexual tension is uh, how outsiders view you and your potential or, or your potential partner's interactions. And uh, so if your friends pulled you aside after watching you and your crush interact, like, oh, what, what's that? What was that? What is that all about? Then there's, that's another good indication. Uh, so say, say you're on the one side before I talk about how you can tell some of these things. How do you stop sexual tension? Because sometimes you don't want to carry it on. Uh, if, if, if the, the, the one easy way is outrightly talk about it. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like confrontation. So, so someone, uh, too, they, you resolve it by giving in to your desires, that's one. <laughs> but the other one is by acknowledging it openly. Um, those are the two options. So the first one, as I said, is talking about it or giving into it. Uh, more often than not, when the sexual tension goes away, people start being normal around each other and they can handle each other a lot more. See, you're no longer, you know, fumbling, uh, fumbling around like a little kid with your pen and stuff or so forth. Um, so, but if talking about it isn't something you want to do yet, you can also try to keep the butter butterflies at bay by telling yourself nothing will happen and telling the person, the other person, that nothing ever will. Now, of course, that could also mean that the dynamics of your relationship change. If you go and tell something, somebody that nothing may, will ever happen between the two of you, they may decide to just cut you off completely because I think some people can only resolve their, their giddiness by cutting off the person complete, completely. So you have to uh, perhaps... Uh, live with the possibility that the person will never want to talk to you again and therefore uh, be okay with it and if, if you feel your truth is necessary for this 
uh, for, for you to come into to, 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 to a more comfortable place where you say to the person that the, the definition of your relationship with them cannot include the giddiness, cannot include the flirting and so forth. Accept that the person could decide that they don't want to do anything with you, whether it's work, whether it's... Uh, whether it's business opportunities or whatever the case may be. It comes across as a bit weird, but but you, every action that you take has to have a reaction. And the reaction is not necessarily something you're going to be, to be, to, to be comfortable with. And if, if, uh, you just have to accept it. They're not wrong for, saying, for doing what they want to do. Unless it's like a situation where they decide they're not going to give you a job, which is kind of weird, okay? <laughs> then that is just weird. Or they're not going to allow you to get a promotion or whatever the case may be. Then that's just abusive. But where sometimes where there's a freelance type of relationship with the, between the both of you, if they feel that they cannot be honest within, with, about, with themselves around you and that their behavior is not going to be, is not going to be something that they can be able to hold down whatever the case may be then that sexual the acknowledgement of that sexual tension and telling the person that nothing will ever happen could reconfigure that relationship and the reconfiguration might not necessarily be to your advantage so relationships are always about seeking some sort of advantage something that makes you comfortable so whatever makes you comfortable doesn't necessarily make the other side comfortable and if they feel that for the sake of their comfort they have to walk away from you because the one-sidedness of sexual tension then that's it um but how do you know somebody is sexually sexually attracted to somebody? The common signs of sexual tension, I'm going to talk about them. Flirting, uh, eye contact, lingering touches, a feeling of secrecy, sweaty palms, uh, finding yourself in close proximity to each other in group settings, other people noticing or commenting on your tension, butterflies in your stomach, your voice uh, subtly changes pitch when you speak to each other, your heart rate increases, smiling a lot more, and feeling uh, feeling physically t- physically turned on uh, you know getting aroused your, your genitals getting swollen and that sort of thing so some of those things are the examples of sexual tension and it's, it's there, there's a lot more sometimes it's your it, it, it's just you know just the feeling sometimes I have different people have different feelings around how what they feel about the possibilities of say a resolve in sexually uh, explosive situations and that's it <laughs> explosive situation so sexual tension situations but those are the, the ones that that are pretty common and yeah that's it for this week's episode of the Criticast remember the Criticast is published by three men on a boat remember to subscribe on iTunes, on this Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, all sorts of just whatever your pod chaser is, a pod catcher. So you're looking at your, your, your you know, pod chaser, notes, uh, listen notes, a whole bunch of them. I'm all over the internet. Uh, every time there's a new episode, you get a, a notification. And also remember that if you want to listen to it directly, just go to criticast.co.zw and it'll take us to your uh, to our current hosting at iono.fm. Uh, also, get in touch with me, Larry, at 3-mob.com and also through uh, my Twitter account at Quirirai. My DMs are open, YI at the end. Ask me anything. Yeah, I might not answer it, but 
feel free to ask. And also um, on Facebook, just look for Larry Kirirai. And then uh, what are the platforms? Yeah, LinkedIn, also the place. Connect, let's have a conversation. And so, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. And uh, make sure you wear a mask, uh, socially distance, wash your hands, and be kind to each other. And that's it. As I always say, from where I come from, my name is Larry Kirirai. Asibi, siya It's been Larry, it's been the Kirikast. Take care of yourself. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.